Welcome, everyone, to another edition of CFP Today. Thank you for being here, as always. And as always, thank you to our good friends over at Fox 40, introducing the new generation of electronic whistles brought to you by Fox 40. The new rechargeable Fox 40 electronic whistle produces 120 decibels of software-defined sound power. Push up a button. Pre-order yours today at fox40shop.com. I see a lot of crossing guards, by the way, in Hamilton, where I live right now, that, uh, that like to use the electronic whistles. I know they're Fox 40s. Shout out to them. Maybe they went to fox40shop.com. All right. On today's show, it is for Wednesday, June 7th, CFL kickoff coming up tomorrow. It is the Calgary Stampeders and the BC Lions coming to you from McMahon Stadium. I will give you on tomorrow's edition of CFP Today a breakdown of all things I expect to see in that game. But for today... One of the lingering issues that has been around the Canadian Football League ever since the negotiations of the most recent CBA that was signed, it was, of course, about whether or not you should have a nationalized American replacing national players. I'm just going to say on the front end, this is such a convoluted discussion. This is, in my opinion, such an incredibly unnecessary step in the way that rosters are constructed. I have largely stayed away from commenting on this. And a lot of us, I think around the TSN and CFL ecosystem, have stayed away from commenting about this because here's the God's honest truth. It's constantly changing. It's kickoff week and it's constantly changing. They are still having discussions internally around the league about how they were going to apply this rule. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, there was a movement by some people at the top of the CFL, not Randy Ambrosi, but just within teams, that they would like to get more Americans on the field. They would like to reward American players who stay in the CFL for long term by being able to essentially turn them into Canadians. And there are rules that are like this, specifically the one I'm thinking of, where if you come to U Sports and you spend a certain amount of years playing university football in Canada, then you can be drafted into the CFL. Those things make a lot of sense to me because that attracts people from all different parts of the world and that grows the game. I don't know what this does to grow the game other than to squeeze people out that are playing Canadian football since they were little. And that's part of my frustration with it. With that being said, the CFL snap count rule for nationalized Americans, replacing nationals breaks down as such. As it stands right now, as I'm recording this, because who the heck knows what this thing's going to be by week two, week six, week 10, week 14, week 18 playoffs. Who knows? Who knows how teams are going to manipulate it in order to be able to find advantages, which by the way, I'm a big Formula One fan. And something that I see that's very clear to me after seeing the Calgary Stampeders and BC Lions depth charts is very similar to what you see in Formula One regulations in autosport, which is it is the job of teams to find ways to exploit the rules which they are told to play within. What do I mean by that? People like to get angry at teams or angry at players when they they push boundaries. The job of the teams whether it be in Formula One with aerodynamics or the money they spend on wind tunnel testing or otherwise, is to try and push the boundaries of the rules which they are given to play within. I will get to what that means in CFL context with this rule in just a second. But this is how this breaks down right now. Before each game, each team will identify on the depth chart one player on each side of the ball as their quote-unquote designated nationalized American. 
defined as a veteran American player with at least five CFL seasons experience or three with the same team. By the way, very low bar. That is not really a special classification, but whatever. Each team must also identify on the depth chart a designated national starter and backups, each of whom are eligible to be replaced in-game by the designated nationalized American on the corresponding side of the ball. The designated national starter and backups do not have to play the same position on the field. Designated nationalized Americans cannot be starters, but can enter the game after the first play of the game. Either to replace another American or to take the place of the designated national starter or backups. Each designated nationalized American is able to replace their respective designated national starter or backups up to 23 plays per game. Get to that in just a second. The CFL will employ spotters to track the snaps played by designated nationalized Americans in place of designated Canadians, and the game official will warn teams when that player is down to five, three, and one snap remaining. Okay. I promised you this is going to be a micro podcast, and it is. I'm only going to talk for about three more minutes on this, okay? Because I don't think anybody actually wants to talk about this for more than three minutes. But here's the reality. They took away the 49% because how the hell do you track 49% when you don't know how many snaps there are going to be in a CFL game? What they've done is gone back over a five-year average and looked at the low end of that and determined a number and then said, okay, it's essentially 50% of whatever the low average of snaps per game on either side of the ball could be. And so we're going to say that that is now 23 plays per game. That is the designated nationalized American able to replace for 23 plays per game. Basically kicking a Canadian, doesn't always have to be Canadian as you see in those rules, but designated a, uh, a Canadian starter, a national starter that can be replaced by this designated nationalized <laughs> American, so convoluted, uh, in order to be able to get them on the field. What I think you're going to see is situational pass rushers. I think you're going to see players coming in a lot more in the second half in this kind of rule. At least that's what I thought it was going to be. And then, as I said earlier, I saw the depth charts uh, for what it looked like with the BC Lions and the Calgary Stampeders. Dominique Grimes was listed as the designated American. Terry Williams is apparently starting at slotback for the BC Lions. So uh, congratulations to the BC Lions on Thursday night for running a jet sweep on the very first play of the game to Terry Williams. And then Terry Williams runs off the field because he's essentially a returner. And Dominique Grimes comes in and plays the remainder of the snaps, I guess, to be able to do with that. Uh, Kadeem Carey, who is ranked number three on the CFL and TSN top 50 players in the CFL in 2023. Backup. Backup. Uh, extra confusion for a lot of fans. It's going to make things very strange, I think, at the start. Hopefully this gets ironed out. The teams are simply doing what the teams have been instructed to do, which is these are the rules of the CBA. It is your job to try and play within them. And they're going to push the boundaries, as I say, of trying to do that. What I find to be interesting, though, because I like to try and find the comedy in these things, especially when I find them confusing, is that the CFL as the endpoint on this will employ spotters to track the snaps played by designated national Americans 
in place of designated Canadians, and the game official will warn teams when the player is down to five, three, and one snap remaining. I love the idea in the fourth quarter of a game where a coach really wants to put a player in and he's been told, you only have five more dollars to spend. It's like literally being a little kid who's learning math in grade one, grade two. If I have five loonies and I want to take away one loony, how many loonies do I have left? Four. Yes, very good. So now you've got four plays or four, four loonies. How are you going to spend the rest of your four loonies? How many snaps do you know that there's going to be in a game? Do you, in a very close game, likely use up all of your loonies in the fourth quarter? Oops, we're in overtime. How about that? That person can't come on the field anymore because they've been instructed that they've already used up their 23 snaps throughout the game. It's going to be strange. It's going to be difficult to understand. And honestly, it's just going to kind of be a headache for us in the booth because we're trying to communicate these things to you. Thankfully, I'm just the stupid play-by-play guy, and I have a lot of smart people working around me, including Dwayne Ford, who knows this thing inside and out. So they'll be able to describe that to you better than I ever would. But that is today's CFP Today, making you aware of one of the uh, large implementations of strangeness that is coming to the Canadian Football League here in 2023. Coming up on tomorrow's show, a breakdown of all things Stamps Lions getting you set for kickoff of the 2023 CFL season. For now, thanks for tuning in and listening to another edition of CFP Today, brought to you by our friends at Fox 40. Fox 40.